Welcome. You've tuned in to Living the Miracle with hosts Michael and Raphael Tamura. You are meant to live a joy-filled life, and you most certainly can. In this program, you will learn simple yet powerful psychic tools to help you fulfill your soul's purpose in this world. Now, here are your hosts, Michael Tamura and Raphael Tamura. Oh, well, welcome to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. And I am Raphael Tamura, and I'm Michael Tamura. And we wanted to let you know that we are aware that you, we, and everyone on this planet are awakening from living a body-based intellectual life to living the miracle of a spirit-centered intuitive life. This is the work of our heart, something we've been doing probably for 35 years together, and um, Michael, many, many more years than that, and myself, about half as many more years than Michael, (laughs) so two lifetimes, it seems. One of the things I wanted to say was, um, we're actually broadcasting our show from a very, very special place. It's at the very top of the state of California. It's a sacred site called Mount Shasta. Many people, even in California, don't even know about this place, but it is a beautiful mountain that Native American tribes and many, many spiritual people from all over the world revere due to its sacred energy up here and the permission for moving into this new energy that's coming onto the planet. Today's show... Our theme is living by intuition, and it couldn't be a better subject for today because uh, keeping in mind that we set up our subjects many months beforehand, and as it turned out, last night something really special happened here in our little tiny town of 3,500 people of Mount Shasta. A film came here that was called PGS, Intuition is Your Personal Guidance System. It's created and produced by wonderful award-winning filmmaker from Australia, Bill Bennett, with his co-producer partner and wife, Jennifer Clough. Sorry. Hi, Jennifer. I know you're listening. The movie had a full house showing here in our little town. It was incredible. It got a great reception, and it is a wonderful movie and is showing all over the U.S. through Gather Films, and we'll talk a little bit about that in the future of this show. And um, I think we'll probably even have Bill as an interviewee on our show in times to come, hopefully in March, we're talking about. But what I wanted to do was have Michael talk about the incredible way that Bill and he met, how the connection was made by this man in Australia who had a film he had to make, and us way up here at the top of the mountain in Mount Shasta. So, well, we're not actually at the top of the mountain. (laughs) We're on a bump on the side of the mountain. Yes. All right. Well, the um, amazing thing about this film was that Bill completely trusted and followed his intuition every step of the way. Once he committed, I'm going to make this movie about 
intuition being about a personal guidance system it guides your life and everything he, he decided well the only way you can make a movie like that was to do it completely on an intuitive uh, guidance and so he would not set up like usual movies that he's made in the past where everybody's all set up you know which actors which people to interview which places to go but he would just follow the intuition each step of the way and went from one interviewee to another interviewee and so he ends up in uh, Southern California to interview James Van Prague the uh, the spiritual medium of great renown and at the end of the great interview that he had with him he's walking out the door and he goes oh uh, James goes where are you going next and he said well we were thinking about going to Mount Shasta uh, a place called Mount Shasta because it's it's we love it there and every, you know it's a beautiful place sacred place but um, not sure if we can do that or not and Bill and his wife Jennifer were talking about the night before Jennifer was saying gee wouldn't that be nice to be able to take a little detour and go to Mount Shasta and Bill had told her well if if we had an interview or something there you know we can do that but we're on a very tight schedule otherwise it's at the other side of the uh, state and so then uh, James goes well if you're going there uh, make sure you look up Michael tomorrow and you should interview him <laughs> and of course Bill had never heard of me at that point didn't know who I was or anything and he just goes okay and gee they were just talking about Manchester now here's an interviewee that's being recommended and uh, uh, by this person who who he had a great interview with so he better go up to Mount Shasta. he calls and of course I've never heard of Bill Bennett and and he calls and the first thing I notice is he's just surrounded by these beautiful bright angels all around him as soon as I hear his voice saying hello and I'm not sure if he even introduced his name at that point yet but I said oh you know you're surrounded by all these angels and and he kind of pauses and uh, okay <laughs> and he starts to tell me that um, he's why he's here and I said well just come on if you're here just come on over and because instantly we knew each other and I'm sure everybody listening today has had at least a few experiences like that where you meet somebody who's on a conscious physical level they're a stranger you've never met them before you don't know supposedly anything about them but the minute you're introduced to one another the minute you meet each other accidentally quote unquote on purpose or not you recognize gee and some of you might go gee don't don't I know you have I met you somewhere before and things like that because they're not aware that they're living by intuition and this is the topic of today's discussion is living by intuition why is that so important well first of all to kind of do a little recap on what's intuition well it's as simple as your inner knowing every one of us has an inner knowing but a lot of times we don't trust it or we dismiss it or we ignore it completely but we still have it and once in a while 
when you least expect it sometimes, you just, it pops up and you just, I know this person. I know this person. And because you don't trust intuition, you might doubt it that you do know this person in spirit, uh, but you might have never met this person, never even seen a picture of this person in this lifetime, but you have this inner knowing. Well, living by intuition is a necessity because each and every one of us is already living by intuition all the time. Every one of us is 100% intuitive. And the only difference between someone, say, like me, that other people consider to be highly intuitive, and someone else who says, oh, that that's hogwash, I, I don't believe in that stuff, or many of you who might be listening today going, no, I believe in it, I'd like to be intuitive like you and other people I know who are highly intuitive, but you know, what do I do to become more intuitive? Well, that's the first step you have to kind of back out from because if you say that to yourself, if you think, gee, I like to be intuitive or more intuitive, but I don't know how, and, and sometime when I learn how or get the right whatever, I'll get more intuitive, look what you're doing. You're putting it, your intuition separate from yourself right here, right now, where you are and the only place you could be and putting it into an artificial future where you're not going to be able to get there. It's like it runs ahead of you all the time. All the time, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, like they say, tomorrow never comes because when you go, well, yesterday I said today was going to be tomorrow and now it's here. No, but tomorrow is still tomorrow and it stays out there separate in your mind from yourself. So the minute you decide, I'm not intuitive now, but I'd like to be, You've separated yourself from your intuition, your soul, your inner knowing. Now, uh, Rafi and I were talking earlier, and she mentioned that um, um, in the movie, Bill had made a comment, right, that that struck you as really important for people to hear. Oh, yes, indeed. He was talking about... um, where while he was in the process of making the movie that every time he interviewed someone, he became more and more aware that he was supposed to look at himself and he was quite resistant to looking at himself. And and to the idea of intuition, living by living, intuition. Yeah. Right, because it seemed like something that couldn't, couldn't work in the quote-unquote real world. Real world. <laughs> so... Uh, why are so many people, Michael, resistant to using their intuition? Well, this is, okay, intuition on a very, very basic, simple level, inner knowing. What's so difficult about that? Or why would anybody be resistant? Well, no matter what the form of resistance is, when you're resisting something, there's fear. There's never resistance of any kind whatsoever about anything without fear. And so the minute you realize, oh, I'm resisting looking within myself. I'm lo- resisting following intuition. I'm resisting going there, right? Then you know, oh, I'm afraid. The next question then would be, 
Why are you afraid? Just like Raphael said, why are so many people afraid, resistant to using intuition, trusting their intuition, following their intuition? Well, exactly what she was saying that Bill said in the movie is he was resisting looking inside of himself, looking at himself, who he was. And that's where the fear of intuition really comes because the minute you turn inward, okay, the opposite of turning inward is turning outside. That's why I was mentioning if you put intuition outside of you, in the future is outside, in the world is outside. So look at how many people in the world chase their dreams in the world out there. I want to be a movie star. I want to be a, you know, a, a politician. I want to be a, a, a banker. I want to be wealthy out there in the world. I want to accomplish whatever's out in the world. And that's okay because there are many souls who are, who are at developing that level of their abilities and, and awareness and everything. And they have to go through that. But if you're listening to this show, probably you've been there, done that somewhere along the way, maybe not in this lifetime, but you have that experience. Or you're starting to think about moving out of that. Yeah, or moving out of that. And and something interests you in terms of intuition and sensitivity, psychic awareness, and spiritual growth. And so then, but even so, you might have a little resistance to really going to the intuition because that's turning inward. When you turn inward, outward in the world, no matter where you go in the universe, down to the atoms, there's structure. If there's structure, there's a beginning and an end. Ah, the entire universe is made up of positive, negative dichotomies. There's a beginning and an end. When you turn inward, it's limitless. When there's a beginning and an end, that means it's limited. It's conditional. It's got here to here. Limitless means none of that. Limitlessness means there's no beginning, there's no ending, there's no time. Which, what does that mean? That means as a limited person, as an individual, when I say, I'm me, I'm Michael Tamura, this body person, the universe may seem big, but spirit your inner knowing source is way bigger because you can't measure it. You can't, you can't go, you know, hold it. You can't hug it even. <laughs> yes, I'm just like this young woman I had in my house the other day, a wonderful 22-year-old who was helping me out. And it was the first time I, since I had met her that I realized she was quite petite because when I was with her the first time, her spirit, her soul, her connection with the universe was very, very big. And she wasn't really aware of that part in herself yet. Yes. Yet I was. And when I realized how tiny she was, I was very surprised. Yeah. Because I wasn't really looking at her body. And, and that's yeah, it's the, not the body, is it? That's right. Yeah. And then people get scared of that because they feel, I can't control this. And, you know, like when you're in the uh, riding on the back of a motorcycle of a stranger who's going 100 miles an hour and you're freaking out and going, 
Why? Because I don't have the, the control. I don't have the steering wheel, you know, and, and I don't have the brakes. What if we get in the crash? So we get scared when we don't have control. Uh, and this is why so much of spiritual growth people talk about letting go. And we'll, we'll get back to that. But in the second segment today, uh, we're going to start to accept some callers. Oh, that's right. Do you have... Yes, and I think it will come on the recording in between, but um, if you would like to call and ask about your own intuitive experiences or why you're resistant to using your intuition, either way, the number is 888-346-9141, and you'll probably be put on hold at first, and we'll see if we can get you through on the lineup of calls that come in. And um, uh, during the break, if you haven't already, uh, please go check out our website, www.michaeltamura.com. That's M-I-C-H-A-E-L-T is in Tom, A-M is in Mary, U-R-A.com. And just a quick announcement about that. Within the next few days, we will have a new website up. Ah, finally. So we're very <laughs> excited about that. Yes. And go to the events calendar and you'll be able to see uh, the upcoming events and everything and our do you have the information about the next event? Because it, it I, we will cover uh, your intuitive living very much. Um, yes, we will. And we'll announce that a little bit later here in the show. So um, it looks like we're coming upon a commercial break. So we will be right back. And call in and we'll communicate with you. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Have you always known that something different was possible for your life and in the world? What if you could create beyond your current reality? If your relationships, finances, business, health, and life could be anything, what would they be? Join Heather Nichols for an invitation to discover what is true for you in every area of your life and for conversations loaded with pragmatic tools for how to create it. Listen live every Monday at noon Pacific and 9 p.m. Central European time for Creating Beyond Reality on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Who are you, really? Are you the person you want to be, or are you the person that others want you to be? Think about that. We don't always recognize our gifts and potential because we stick to old methods of being and do what others in our lives tell us. It's time to break through. Listen for Rediscovering the Magic of Being with Marja. Each program connects you back to whom you were meant to be every Tuesday at 7 a.m. Pacific Time and 10 a.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Tune in. Have you had a chance to check out Voice America's online magazine and blog, Press Pass? If you love our hosts and shows, check out articles that give an even deeper perspective. Plus topics about health and fitness, movie reviews, philosophy, business tips and tactics, spirituality, positive thought, current events, and even more about your favorite host. It's just a click away at VAPressPass.com. That's VAPressPass.com. VA Press Pass by Voice America. All access, all the time. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Music 
You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. All right. Welcome back. This is Raphael. And we thought before we uh, would answer the callers that are calling in um, that I would tell a little intuitive story. It's one of my favorite. It's a small story, but this was one of the ways I was learning at that time about using my own intuition. And this follows a lot of the steps of intuition as well. So it started one day with Michael gave me a beautiful pair of earrings. They were, it was in that time period where dream catchers were um, just becoming popularized. And we had bought this from a Native American store. They were sterling silver with little turquoise pieces in it. I love these earrings. And about six months after he gave them to me, I lost one of them. And I was really upset about it because I love these earrings, especially since Michael gave them to me. And so at the same time, we had a new puppy. It was about 1992, and it was our Akita dog, Aiko. And she was still at that stage in her puppyhood where I had to get up three or four times a night to take her outside to go to the bathroom. So she had awakened in the middle of the night one night, and um, I was still having to carry her down the stairs. She was like a sack of potatoes. She was so big. And... We went outside, and it was pouring rain. I had my uh, uh, nightgown on, and I had to put my jacket over. It was pouring rain outside. It was when we were we were living in the Sacramento area, and it was cold. And I put her down outside, and instead of going to the bathroom like she was supposed to, she ran over and grabbed her Frisbee. And I just got this intuitive hit. You know, I know I'm, it's 2 in the morning. I know I'm freezing cold. I've got an umbrella to try and keep me dry. So I'll go ahead and throw the Frisbee in the rain for this little puppy because she seems to need it. So I threw it around for a few minutes, and I made a wild throw that went over our small swimming pool we had at the time, and it landed behind the swimming pool. Well, Aiko, our dog, our puppy at the time, ran around the pool, went to it, and then she nosed aside the, the little Frisbee, and she was looking at something, and she kept looking at me like, come here. She was beckoning me over. So I went over there and she's going, look, look. And I said, what? And I pushed a rock aside because there were, there were rocks on that side of the pool. And there was the earring, just as I had wished for. I had wanted to get that earring back. I wasn't ready to let go of it at that time. And this little tiny miracle, had I not followed the steps of you know, we were out in the rain, let's just go inside if you're not going to go kind of thing. Rather than following that thought, I followed the intuitive hit that, let's go ahead and throw the Frisbee around in the rain. What is it going to hurt? Exactly. And you didn't know what's going to happen. But yes. that's the thing about intuition and following intuition is you didn't usually, that's my experience too, you don't know what's going to happen. But we got several callers, so why don't we... Um, uh, Talk to Ryan from Sacramento. From one of our old home places. Yes, that's where, uh, close to Sacramento, south of Sacramento, is where this story that Raphael yes. just told. Mm-hmm. 
comes little, from. It was a little suburb called Elk Grove. Yes. So, Ryan, are you on the line? I am. Hi. I'm so excited to talk to you both. <laughs> Hi. Hi, Ryan. And do you have a specific question, or would you like us to just take a look at you and, and talk a little bit about your abilities and, and where you are with things? Well, I have I have this question that sure. um, I have not been able to read that well for myself. You know, it seems uh-huh. so much easier to read another than it is to, to read oneself. And I seem to yes. be stumped somewhat on this huge life decision. And I've, I've had a calling to be a priest since I was uh-huh. around 11. Yes. And um, I was raised Roman Catholic, so that was impossible. (laughs) (laughs) And I was really confused, but at the same time, I knew that that calling was true. Um, But I just didn't know how that calling was to be carried out. So, you know, I, um, I work as a youth minister part-time. I also work as a, uh, as an intuitive um, Mm -hmm. as well. I've been working as an intuitive counselor for the past, oh gosh, eight or nine years. And, um, and I am just um, converting to become Episcopal, and I'm in a, the process of discernment, actually, for the Episcopal priesthood. So I'm considering that, but at the same time, I'm wondering, um, you know, if the parallel path of carrying out my calling outside of the Church is, yes. um, you know, is equally or even um, more strong than within the Church. So it's a very interesting thing to see these two paths. Could you speak to... Yes, it's absolutely. Both of those possibilities. Yes, because you're very you. clear. Uh, it's interesting that you know part of your question has to do with this question of discernment. Uh, there's one type of path you can take, and there's the other type of path. And in your within your own self, you have a little stronger uh, aspect to what you're doing, and you're already a minister, and yeah. but not in a traditional. Uh, orthodox kind of a church and your light you know uh, the saying you are the light of the world right and you are and this is what you're practicing you're becoming brighter and brighter in this world because you're very very intuitive and you're you have you you always know when you're into your intuition is happening rather than the voice of all kinds of thoughts in your head is that it's you're totally certain. You're certain, okay, this is it. And you know that that's true for you to follow your own path that doesn't have to be in the structure of an orthodox establishment. Not that there's anything wrong with that. It's just for you, what I see is you're very creative and and you need to create your own uh, setup. Eventually, all these things, even your desire to be a priest from an early childhood, that's because you have such a love of God and of serving people uh, to help them on their path to their spirituality. And, And as you have had that, and you have had a lot of other past lives, previous incarnations, where you were priest, priestess, minister, a preacher, all kinds of uh, leadership positions in um, religion, 
And not only in the Western Christian type of a situation, but in, in Eastern, uh, more Hindu and those kinds, Buddhist, those levels as well. And so now you're drawing on all of that information. You have an enormous amount of experience and background in giving spiritual guidance and leading people, leading souls to their destination or to at least to their beginnings of their awakening. And and you have to be able to kind of have the freedom not to be encumbered by rules and regulations of institutions or organizations, except for those that maybe you create or the ones that give you enough freedom to just go and be yourself and lead the way you're going to be leading according to your intuition rather than according to a set of here's the systematic practices that have to be followed. Does that make sense? That makes that makes so much sense. And thank you for saying hello to that because it's so wonderful to actually have somebody saying something that I know inside to be true but couldn't see, you know, yes. the entirety of. Because when you say that, it's okay. Oh um, yeah, haven't I seen that? <laughs> haven't I seen that all the time? <laughs> so yeah, that's true. And that's you know, my, my husband is an intuitive also and he's always saying, like, you know, let's let's do this church here, you know, you don't have to do it, you know, let's let's do this in our our home, you know, let's create yes. a you know, retreat center, let's let's do all of this and my, my fear holds me back from from the destiny more than um um more than anything. So that's that's really wonderful yes. to hear. Thank you so much. You're very welcome. Thank you for calling. Thank you, Michael. Yeah. Yes, yes, you're welcome. Right. Let's see. We have another caller. It uh, is Christina from Ottawa, Ottawa, Canada. Canada. Hello. Hi, Hello Christina. there, Christina. Hi. <laughs> Thank you for taking my call. Yes. You're welcome. You're, we have enthusiastic callers, which is great because your enthusiasm gets you through to a lot of things that you need to get to in life. But tell us, do you have a particular question or would you like us to just uh, give you some communication? I would love to just be totally open and receive any uh, words of wisdom from you both. Okay. Well, we'll take turns. You want me to go first? Okay. Well, Christina, um, you're also uh, a leader in terms of helping and guiding people, souls, uh, in their awakening process, in their intuitive awakening process, in their psychic development. And you too have, whether you had any kind of training in the past or not, you've had a lot of psychic abilities from the time you were a child. And one of the difficulties, this is a great, you would be a great example for many people because uh, when you're very psychic and you're aware of so much stuff that other people around you don't recognize yet and they can't validate it because they're not quite looking at that, you would pick up on other people's feelings and you would pick up on a lot of people's thoughts and and plus, you're very clairvoyant. Do you know what clairvoyance is? Uh, I do, but what part should I develop more? Well, all of the above, because you already have it. And just like we mentioned earlier in the show, everyone's 100% intuitive, 100% psychic. 
It's just becoming aware of it and consciously learning to use it uh, instead of becoming the effect of it. If A lot of times in the past, especially when you're growing up, you sometimes became the effect of your psychic awareness because you would pick up on other people's feelings more than uh, uh, your own. And mm-hmm. the reason, that's why, you know, so many times, even to this day, you probably have days where, you know, you felt you were happy and you're fine, except you don't feel that way. It's like, I know I'm happy, but why am I feeling so sad? Or all of a sudden, you get a little irritated. Or nervous. Or nervous. And you don't know why, because that's not where you're at. You're, you're, you're aware that you're not in that nervousness, or you don't have anything to be afraid of, or you're, you're not angry, or you're not sad, or whatever, but, or guilty. And, but you feel that. And that's when you're picking up on other people's feelings. And the reason you tend to pick up on the negative aspects of other people's feelings rather than people who are just totally happy and joyous is because you're a healer. You care about people. You you want to see everyone be happy. You want everybody to be well. And so, especially those you care about the most, you tune into them psychically, intuitively, and you pick up on where they're at and why you're tuning into those people because there's something going on and they're a little bit in distress or they're upset or they're not feeling well or something. And that's why what you get back, like a feedback, even if they don't say anything, even if they're not even aware they're not feeling very well, you start to feel what they're going through. And sometimes, like in in your childhood, I see you so many times picking up on your parents or other people's uh, feelings and and you go address it directly and the people you're addressing don't know what you're talking about because they're either overriding those feelings or they're trying to you know not show it to anybody else since because it's my private thing and I don't want to dump it on anybody else so they keep it to themselves and so if you go gee you know uh, let me cheer you up they might go well, I don't need any cheering. <laughs> uh, or, or, gee, let me help you feel better. Well, I feel good already. You know, what are you talking about? It's, they might get a little irritated. Yeah. Another thing I was noticing, Christina, is that um, you are at kind of a crossroads right now. And when I look at it, it's not, you know, just left or right. There's actually three or four things you're looking at right now. That, in relationship. Like that would have been my question. Yes. It's, <laughs> yeah, it's, so that's great. You have a big decision coming up. And the cool thing about intuition is if you follow it, it will never lie to you. And that that's why we were. I was talking about such a small little incident that really meant something to me in losing that earring and find, having my dog find it for me <laughs> unwittingly, is that when you start to pay attention to the hints that are telling you which of those roads to take, um, you will do a lot better with making that decision. And it's very exciting. The only thing is sometimes you get to that place where you, you know, you've made mistakes in the past and you go, but what if I pick the wrong one? Well, guess what? If you pick, quote unquote, pick the wrong one, you will still be eventually steered back to the right one. It's just you usually take a little side trip of a few lessons to learn. You know, it's it's not unlike 
when someone is making a decision about getting married or even dating someone. That's that's going to be more of our subject next week. <laughs> but it's it's if you get that intuitive hit, for instance, if you're looking at a guy and go, and kind of pining for him, but your intuition says that guy is trouble, <laughs> and you don't want to hear that. Uh, then you go with him, and then eventually you find out why your intuition was telling you that because you had some lessons to learn. But if you really hone in on that intuition and listen to what that intuition is telling you, it is going to steer you onto that right path. Michael, you have anything well, else? Yeah, that's wonderful. So the thing is, um, I there are so many wonderful different um, programs because of the Internet. Um, there's a lot of wise spiritual teachers and and there's a lot of things I'm interested in. So I, uh, um, two years ago, I, I just, you know, like there's yoga teacher training I'm immersed in. I'm really interested in the biology of belief. I'm really interested in so many different things. I really just have to focus on one path right now. <laughs> and I want to go and see and take all these courses, but it's kind of overwhelming. Yes. yes. Well, uh we're coming up to a break, so we're going to keep it real short. But first thing, just like Raphael said, you have to look within yourself. And it's great to be, for you, it's especially great to be excited about all these different learning possibilities. And it's not that you have to shut everything else out, but you're absolutely correct that you need to be on your path. And that's singular, but your interests could be multiple. Okay, so the first thing is you have to get to know yourself a little bit more and go, oh, yeah, what am I here for? What am, what's my part to, to uh, fulfill in this life? And you'll start to get some answers. And when we come back from our break, we'll discuss this a little bit more after we hang up the phone and everything. And uh, uh, so stay tuned and, and we'll come back to discussing more of this process that uh, uh, you're needing to go through, okay? You and a lot of people, especially (laughs) those who are looking at those decisions about what do I want to do with my life, which includes intuition. So It's first. Yeah. Because intuition, like I mentioned earlier, is turning within and using, accessing your true inner knowing. And without that, we're in doubt all the time. Uh, we don't know which is which and all that. So we'll we'll get back to that. Uh, so you are listening to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura. We will be right back. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Don't you just wish sometimes that life could come with a do-over button? We'd probably use it a lot more than we think. What if there was one do-over button you could use each week? Make that place the Voice America Empowerment Channel for Code to Grace, the Empowered Women's Guide to Life, with host Marilyn Mosier. Marilyn and her guests will help you find the key to break free from the chains of your life and start anew. Listen live every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time and 12 noon Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. 
It's time to live the life of inner peace that you deserve. Tune in every week for Sacred Exploration with host Lisa Tremont Oda. You can discover the you that has been kept hidden all this time. Show off your personal gifts to the world. Lisa and her guests will combine health and spirituality to bring you the experience that you've been waiting for. You'll enjoy this journey every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time and 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's sure to be a nourishing experience. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are listening to Living the Miracle. Michael and Raphael would love to hear from you. Reach the show today by calling 1-888-346-9141. Again, that's 1-888-346-9141. You may also send an email to livingthemiracleradio at gmail.com. Now back to Living the Miracle. All right. Welcome back to Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamora. And before I turn this back over to Michael to talk about intuition a little more, I did want to put a little shout out to the people of Mount Shasta that attended the movie with us last night, the PGS Intuition is your personal guidance system. The filmmaker for that movie, Bill Bennett, and his co-producer, partner, wife, are now heading to L.A. for the the screening in Los Angeles. Yes. Well, they're going to stop off at the San Rafael this evening to oh, do a right. screening, and then they head on down to Los Angeles. We'll meet them up tomorrow night, uh, February 8th, Thursday. We're going to have the special screening of that extraordinary movie. Uh, in Los Angeles, and you can go to, probably the easiest is just go to uh, pgsthemovie.com, and there's all kinds of, there's trailers, there's uh, information on how to get to each each screening and so forth and so on. And in the L.A. Uh, screening, Michael and Bill will be doing a Q&A after this screening oh, yes. is over. So I just wanted to, to mention that and also say hello to the people of Mount Shasta who attended the movie because... Um, we really felt your warmth and love, and we really appreciated that. Yay. <laughs> so, Michael. Yes. And just so that uh, everybody will know, uh, you mentioned earlier we're going to be after the screening on Thursday night, uh, the weekend, the 10th and 11th of February. Of February, yes. Yes, this coming weekend, we'll still be in Los Angeles in a in the town of Calabasas, California. It's in the greater Los Angeles area. And we have a theme for this weekend. It's uh, live clairvoyantly, love intuitively. Love the life you live, live the life you love. And it's great because so far the two callers we've communicated with uh, on the air, uh, it fits right into this. That's what they're looking at. And on Saturday... Uh, 
the actual seminar for Saturday is See Your Way Clearly and Love the Life You Live, Psychic Tools for Loving Through Life's Challenges. And on Sunday is Know Yourself to Live the Life You Love, Using Your Intuition and Clairvoyance to Realize Your Purpose. And that's part of why we have this show is because we want you to realize your purpose. And without intuition and really Ultimately, without living by intuition, you can't realize your true purpose as the soul that you are. You can, you can realize all kinds of purposes in the world of one, what kind of a job, what kind of a career, um, what kind of a uh, family you want to raise or house you want to live in, all that kind of stuff, you can realize. But your true soul purpose is way bigger than that, and it includes all of the things that you might want to do in life. And like Christina was talking about, she has so many interests, and I know many of you, if not all of you listening today, are similar, but some of you have so much creativity and creative energy, and you like everything. That's the way I am. I love Everything I just like. It's true. <laughs> and give it to Mikey. He yeah, likes it. <laughs> he likes it. He'll eat it. And and it's so great because because uh, uh, I could easily be a full time artist. I can easily be a full time musician. I can easily get into mathematics and science. I love it all. But it's not like I earlier in my life, kind of like with Christina. I had to kind of just go, whoa, okay, I can't be totally scattered where one minute I'm trying to do this and next minute I'm pursuing that. Nothing ever happens that way, of course. But what I've learned is trying to contain my enthusiasm to, and calling it focusing on one thing doesn't work either. Yeah, any of us, there's some of us who are able to, live that way and they're very happy because all they know they come in this lifetime I'm going to do architecture and that's it or this lifetime I'm going to be a singer and that's it and that's fine but there's a lot of us who are not built that way as souls we need to tap into a lot of things and this is why I consider myself when people say what kind of teacher are you I'm a lot more like the orchestral conductor, a symphony conductor. A symphony conductor doesn't have to be the first violinist, doesn't have to be the greatest pianist or the trombonist or whatever. But usually, to be a pretty good symphony conductor, you have to know music very well, and you have to be able to play a few little instruments sort of well, but not as a, even as a professional level, but you got to be good at conducting, which means you know all the instruments enough to go, okay, this is the way I want the violin section to play. This is the way I want the, the brass section to play. And so you have all that, that you got the general overall scheme of things. And so, but as a conductor, you'd be interested in reading up the latest thing about the violins that are coming out or, or uh, about the Stradivarius that were made way back when. And you got to know these things, but you don't have to be an expert. And the same way there are souls like Christina and like many of you listening today 
who are very interested in multiple, multiple things, and you actually have the talent to pursue any of them. But first, you have to use your intuition, turn within, turn into your inner knowing, which means this is where the practice of meditating. But first and foremost, using Christina's uh, question as an example, okay, what's the difficulty in turning within and getting quiet and going, okay, you know, I'm, I'm still, I, I'd like to, to tune into the limitless for my answers. And so then it's called grounding because when you're sensitive like Christina is and you pick up on other people's feelings and thoughts, you're bombarded all the time. So let's say your mother's uh, wanting to go, okay, uh, I want you to be uh, happy this way and, and I like you to live close to home and I like you to have three children <laughs> for my yeah. grandchildren and something like that. And then the father's going, no, I want you to go see the world and travel all over the world and don't get tied down to any one guy and da-da-da-da. And, and then the brother's trying to protect you and saying, no, that's, you know, it's dangerous out there. All kinds of stuff. And you don't know what to do because you're bombarded with everybody's thoughts and feelings, even if they don't say anything about it. So grounding. Raphael, you want to sure. show them? Um, I'm going to keep this really brief because we'd like to get to the one more phone call, too. Okay. Is It's what we call our foundation tool that we teach. And so if you are aware of the chakra system of the body, we start with the first chakra. So if you're sitting down, don't don't close your eyes if you're driving your car listening. <laughs> but if you're in a quiet place where you can sit in a chair and close your eyes and just breathe a little bit gently and become aware of that first chakra. That's the root chakra at the base of your spine. Where it's you about... Uh, Two-thirds of an inch, three-quarters of an inch above the tip of the tailbone. Yes. So I always say where you sit down. Because when I've taught this in the past, sometimes when I say it's at the base of your spine, they go to the neck for some reason. So you say hello to that first chakra. It's an energy center. When a clairvoyant looks at you, it, it looks like a wheel. That's what chakra means in Sanskrit. And you just imagine a connection from that first chakra all the way down to the center of the earth like a tree trunk. Let's use the example, since we live in California, redwood tree trunk. And uh, if you live in another state where you like a particular type of tree, trees are great because they have roots at the bottom. As as you create that connection that looks like a tree, you know, like you're you're sitting on a cut-off tree and that uh, the top part of that cutoff tree is connected to the first chakra and goes to the center of the earth with roots. And there's two main purposes for grounding. One is it helps to keep you, the spirit, in the body. We tend to, just like a helium balloon, a lot of people just float away. You know, the lights are on and no one's home. Grounding brings you back in so that you can be the driver's seat, in the driver's seat of and, the body. Yes, and... That will help you enormously if you practice this every day uh, and keep grounded. Then it will help you to discern your own thoughts and your own feelings uh, from the input you get from the world, from everybody else around you. And especially the more psychic, more sensitive you are, the more intuitive you are, the more you tend to get become the effect of this. And we'll get to that in another episode coming up. 
But um, uh, the I next episode is on uh, psychic relationships, you know, being psychic, being intuitive uh, in your relationship, uh, all kinds of relationships uh, in your life. And that's going to be next Wednesday uh, February same time. 14th, Valentine's, Valentine's Day. Valentine's Day. Gee. <laughs> and right. so, do we have time yeah, for let's, one? Yeah, okay, let's, let's try a quick question a here. A quick question for Margaret. And she's also from Canada. Yeah. Hello, Margaret. Hello. Hi. How are Hi. you? Hi. You have a quick um, question for I'm us? I'm kind of at a crossroads also, and I yes. would be grateful for any information you gave me. Oh, about anything, just just about the being in a, in well, a make well, decision. Just, I kind of don't know what to do next, right? Yes. Part of it is you're hitting up against a lot of uh, underlying emotional energy, which a big part of it for you too, you've been, you're a healer, a natural healer, and you're kind of a, a heart healer. You're, you're, you tend to tune into people's uh, issues of their heart and relationships and, and their feelings, and you tend to take on those people, especially uh, men in your life, that you take on their grief and their sadness and their frustrations, trying to make them happier, trying to make them well. And But no matter how much you take on of other people's energies and emotions and problems, it's not going to really help them because they have to make the decisions. They have to decide where they'd like to go. And no matter how much you take care of them all the time, it might keep them afloat a little bit longer. But if they're sinking, they're gonna, they have to go through what they have to go through to find their way. Does that make sense? Yes. Um, in, yes, in the past. <laughs> yeah. Well, a lot of the past is coming out because you're about to take a new step. And before you can take that new step and make that decision, you have to go through this process we call a growth period. Yes. Where you release the old stuff that's been holding you back so that you could clearly make the new step. Yeah, we have a funny name for growth period. <laughs> it's a gross, G-R-O-S-S period, because sometimes it feels kind of gross when you're going through it. Yes, it's heavy. And yeah. and you have to realize you're not heavy. You're you're a light person. You are you like to have fun. You enjoy life. And the stuff that you're letting go of is stuff you carried around for a long time. And so there's a lot of it, but you just have to let it go and keep on smiling, keep on Knowing, reminding yourself, you are a very happy person underneath all of that. And you know, the grounding tool that I just taught uh, a minute ago before we took your call, the second part of what grounding is good for is releasing energy out of your space Mm -hmm. to the center of the earth. And you're not hurting the earth by releasing it into the earth. She's the original recycling center for energy. She just sends it back, cleans it off and sends it back to whoever it belongs to, then you won't feel so heavy, and you'll feel, quote-unquote, more yourself. Yeah, and come back and listen to our show again, because we'll be giving a different kind of a psychic tool each week that will help you enormously to start letting go of all that old baggage and lighten up. And so remind yourself to be in a little more amusement about things. Don't take it so serious, because if you take it seriously, you're going to drown in it but if you start to lighten up that's your energy is much lighter and then the heavy stuff you need to let go of will drop off of you yes laugh 
When all else fails, laugh. Yes, we'll have a whole show on that, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So join us again next week. Thank you. Thank you for joining us today. We really enjoyed all of you tuning in. And uh, next week, being psychic in a relationship relationship. will be the topic. On Valentine's Day. Yes. And uh, we thank you very much for joining us today. Check out our website www.michaeltamura.com Go to our events calendar and see if there's an event close to where you are. Plus, we have a lot of teleclasses and teleseminars coming up too that you can join us on the phone. Yes, and remember that you are learning to awaken from living a body-based intellectual life to living the miracle of a spirit-centered intuitive life and you're learning how to do it. We appreciate your joining us today. Living the Miracle with Michael and Raphael Tamura can be heard live every Wednesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Until we talk again next week, remember to wake up to who you are. It's your purpose here on Earth.